0: All right, before we get today's episode started, I want to kind of brief you on what's going on here. So in this episode, our guest, who I actually can't name her, is going to be talking about how she lost the rights to her own name. I, a couple of times, did say it myself. Legally, now we've removed that. We've beeped it out. All I can really say is that she is a very famous Wedding dress designer that you may have seen on Say Yes to the Dress. I encourage you to go check out her Instagram at all that glitters on the gram to get to know her beyond this podcast episode and support her in her journey of rebuilding herself and her personal brand after losing the rights to basically all of it and her career and her name. And yeah, so enjoy today's show. I'm sorry that's a little vague, but I think that this message and what we're going to learn about this is something that every woman needs to hear before ever entering into their careers and signing contracts and whatever it is. I just really, really encourage you to listen to this and get those takeaways. I've never heard anything like this happen before to anybody. So it's a pretty groundbreaking legal case and it's been all over the news. So you can Google it as well. We're just going to refrain from saying her name here to just add that extra layer of protection over her and hopefully cause just a little less stress in her life. So enjoy the show. And I hope you enjoy this really riveting conversation. All right, everybody. Welcome back. Today's show we're talking about something that has been in the news. I actually stumbled upon the story while following this person for quite some time. I came across a story as she was sharing on an IGTV, and I honestly couldn't believe what it was that I was hearing. And so we're gonna talk about this today. We're gonna talk about person to brand, who owns what. And I'm gonna introduce her because she actually can't say her name. So I'm gonna introduce iconic bridal wedding dress designer. Thank you so much for coming on today. Oh my gosh. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I just adore you. Honestly, back in the day, I had so many of your, your Gemma dresses. I have a daughter named Gemma. And when I was getting married, I wanted that Gemma dress so badly. But anyways, you, you're so amazing at your work. You've been at this forever. You've made a massive name for yourself. And now that name is kind of up in the air. So tell us for what you can tell us, tell us what's going on. Tell us what happened.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It is really crazy, I think, for most people to just walk into the situation right now with someone that can't use their own name and then also have the social media accounts taken from me as well. It's People are like, how does this even happen? And I'm asking myself that every day. (laughs) But essentially I've been working for a company for almost 10 years. I signed a contract at 25 and I did not have a lawyer. And, you know, I did my job for almost 10 years as a bridal designer. And as my contract was coming to an end, I attempted to negotiate a new contract, one that I felt would be really more fair, in my opinion, and would feel like I have a, a much better setup for my future. And, you know, I think too, with branding, I've always been very personified because I just, with the bridal industry, there's such a connection to the stores and the brides and, and the emotion behind it all. And there's a sense of vulnerability for sure. But I also felt lifestyle wise, very connected to my audience. And I was running my social media account, my Instagram that I started myself in 2012 as my personal account. And there was never this strategy or like, you know, you have to post
0: for us, and you have to do like there was none, none of that. Yeah, it was yours. It was yours. It was your work. Anybody that I know that's an artist or designer, they kind of have that space where they both post work and life. Like that's kind of what you would do, exactly. And and that's
1: what I did. Is I put it in my heart and soul. So I was always very forthcoming in being authentic on my personal page and showing my life and my growth and random memes and things that, you know, just represented me as an individual. And I was always very personalized in speaking to people on that site. And, you know, it just became this really beautiful community that I respect and grew with. I never once thought I could ever be jeopardized. And so when this whole contract renegotiation was happening, I felt really threatened and harassed and I wanted more freedoms. And I'm working with a House of Brands that specializes in the manufacturing of bridal goods and things outside of that, you know, I didn't want to feel limited by. And so, so much of my journey was seeking legal counsel for the, for really the first time and understanding my position. And it just escalated and got to a point where I had a huge lawsuit on my lap and, you know, it was, it was very frightening at first, but the behavior that's been shown is very consistent. With how I was treated, and so I, nothing really surprises me anymore. And I really have no interest in working for a company that I feel is trying to silence people, or you know, gets in trouble for for disagreeing with with how their business ethics are. So that's kind of my situation. And in the lawsuit, the court granted a TRO, which prevented me from using my own name. Like I couldn't even go to to a Starbucks and say,
0: <gasps> "You really can't use your name."
1: Yeah, The TRO was it was. It was very, the provisions of it were extremely broad. And I, you know, I had every intention of, I have every intention of respecting the court's ruling. So I have to be extremely careful. And, you know, at 25, when I sign a contract, there's no way I would have ever had I known.
0: Nor would I would have thought that your name was property. And this is what fascinates me about this is so many of us are building brands on a name, on our own names. And the fact that it is even possible, I said this to you before we started recording, but the predatory factor of this is that you actually lost the rights to your own name because now we're seeing people become brands and that brand can be a commodity. And therefore, this whole cycle, if that commodity is acquired, you're now kind of taken out and now your name is also gone. All right, friends, let's take a pause to talk about one of today's sponsors, which is all about making your life easier with mouthwatering, seasonal recipes, pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door with HelloFresh. HelloFresh makes cooking at home simple, planned, and delicious so you can get cooking every week. Stay in with fresh, pre-measured ingredients. That's important. And easy-to-follow recipe cards, also important. Deliver to your door each week in recyclable, insulated packaging. Whip up a delicious, fuss-free date night or a great family meal with HelloFresh and enjoy time cooking together. And at the table. You can also fall in love with the meal plan that suits your lifestyle and choose from 20 plus new recipes every week. It's easy to manage meal planning with the HelloFresh app as well. You can choose your meals up to a month in advance, skip deliveries if you're out of town or change delivery day or address. Add extra meals to your weekly order or throw in yummy sides like garlic bread. I love always doubling up on my meals sometimes just to plan out lunches as well. Plus, you can discover a better cooking routine. HelloFresh does all the meal planning for you, so dinner is Solved for those busy weeknights. We have a couple of them when, you know, everyone rushes home and then suddenly we have to get to cheer class. We've got to prep lunches for the next day. Dinner feels overwhelming. So get kid friendly recipes that are guaranteed to please even the pickiest of eaters to make those nights even easier. Nail dinner every time with HelloFresh's step by step recipes that'll wow everybody at the table. So, yes, you do not have to have any type of a chef skill set here. It is so easy to do try new dishes and get out of that recipe rut. Learn new cooking techniques and enjoy new tastes every week with HelloFresh's ever-changing menu. There's something for everyone between world cuisines, vegetarian offerings, beyond meat options, seasonal favorites, and easy 20-minute meals. My personal favorite. HelloFresh's culinary team creates delicious recipes with customer feedback in mind. They actually read every comment, positive or negative, before they work their magic in the kitchen to create new recipes or bring back your faves. Right now, you can get six free meals with purchase plus free shipping on your first box at hellofresh.ca slash papaya6 and use code papaya6. That's hellofresh.ca slash papaya6. And you're going to use the code papaya6. this is something that needs to be not only just discussed, but it needs to be made aware for anybody starting out like at 25. And you're the first person I've ever heard of this happening. Have you ever heard of anybody else of this happening to?
1: I've definitely done a lot of research in this I time. Bet, yeah. It's crazy because there are so many young creatives that are faced with a legal struggle of some sort that does involve their name or their creativity or their work. And in my situation, there was definitely a Nuance to it with the social media element. And Mm -hmm. like this handle I picked, it's who I am. It it was to personify me as an identity, not be in um, some kind of confusion with a brand. Like I joined Facebook at Cornell in 2004 and Mm -hmm. used that handle. You know, it's like this is what I've been known for using my own name to identify who I am as a human being. And then it became blurred in that sense. And I couldn't believe that. When JLM was entitled to possession of these accounts and control, which they had never had, they didn't tell 1.1 million people that they were in control of this account now. And, you know, I was thinking about all my friends, all these people on Instagram that I've I've got grown close to that I had open conversations with that were went unanswered, that somebody would be going in that wasn't me and responding for me. And it just felt like such a violation.
0: It was gutting to watch too, to be honest, to watch it go from it being you to like this weird, not you. And it being sort of like this brand, like all of a sudden, like just reposts of people's wedding photos and stuff. I felt it. Like I fe- I was like, Thank goodness you had like a obviously a lot smaller, but a different page where you were still showing up. But when you started talking about it and you started paying attention to what was happening on your original page, it was just sad. It was just like the soul got sucked out of it. Like you were gone from it. You are the brand. So it, it's so hard for anybody to wrap their minds around what's going on. And now from that, I know recently you posted about needing a new name. So is this like. I guess when I first heard the story, I was like, this is temporary. There's no way she's going to get it back. Like this is all like, there's, there's just no way. And it's been months and it's still going on. In your heart and mind, this name change and everything, are you still hoping to get back? Like, are you still hoping to acquire back what is basically I would think is your intellectual property.
1: In this decision, I definitely feel like I'm making a step in the right direction of dictating my own future. And so much of the trauma I have felt over the past two years has been tied to things that I always felt were mine. And now that I feel so kind of stripped down and I'm at this like, bedrock of, of minimum. It's you, you do take inventory on things that definitively, you know, can never be taken. And for me, the idea of almost reinventing, but still keeping the authenticity of my creativity and how I connect with people at the core, that seems like a smart step for me because considering how much has been put in my lap legally and financially and all this stuff. I do feel like there is a, there is a point where I have to say, okay, like what is going to actually help me move forward? And if this name is in such debate, what do I have to think that I won't have future litigation for other things, you know, and, and the litigious nature of it, it's like, this is going to go on for, you know, the, the idea of them continually coming after me very much feels very possible. So I I need to kind of say, all right, what can I unpack and what can I bring with me? And, you know, everyone does have baggage. And in this case, it's like I've really assessed the inventory and I feel like a fresh start and having something where I can pick and choose what I want to bring with me and how to reinvent. It's a serious thing for me and I'm going to have fun with it. And I wanted to include this creative community that's grown with me because they've watched and they've seen and I, I value the input. So I'm excited to open this conversation and say okay let's you know let's, let's go for it pick up our bootstraps and and figure out what we can come up with and then go from there on how how I can figure out my future creatively
0: yeah and personally what about your name will you still get to keep your name personally <laughs> so confused i know it's a little crazy
1: but i do think that having a commitment to moving forward is important here And the idea of kind of being like one foot here on land and one foot in the sea, you know, it's like, I I do want to be, have conviction and feel fully committed. And I know like identity wise at the core, like who I am and and my family and friends. And I'm very much aware that that can never really go away. I am excited to take on something new and feel like, you know, it's okay. I would have done it differently. Could I have gone back, you know, of course, but the bigger thing is maybe I can, showing that I'm taking this step forward is building the future as opposed to fighting the past so much, even though I still have to fight this legal battle, of course, but maybe for young creatives too, they can they can realize what is in a name and what is important to you and, and how to protect yourself
0: as much as you can, even when you're super excited about an opportunity? Well, two things here. One, I feel like this is this is like the edge of actually something amazing, because maybe I think a lot of people would look at you and be like, but you had this amazing career. But look at people like Lady Gaga. She changed her name and then woo, like off she goes. So I feel like maybe this is going to be like your all-star moment. You're going to have that name change and you're going to come back and you're going to come back swinging. It's going to be so cool to see. Second, I so resonate with what you're saying in terms of like, what is your name and what is like kind of your property? Because I had this conversation with somebody the other day, they were looking at getting into like influencing and said like, should I have a blog? And my manager said to her, well, here's the thing. Instagram is like rented property. Facebook is rented space. Like all of it is rented. The only thing you really can own is if you had like your own website and stuff. And these are thought processes that a lot of people don't actually take on. I know that's a bit different from what you've gone through, but that idea of what do you own within all of this? Because Instagram can be gone tomorrow. TikTok can be gone tomorrow. Facebook might be gone tomorrow. What do you own? Where will people find you? I did it myself. I accidentally deleted my Instagram account a couple of years ago and had to like rally hard to get it back and and it was during the time where facebook was fighting whether or not they held data when like on their stuff so they were going through this legal thing so i knew i had 48 hours to get it back and a lot of people went to bat for me to get it back but in that moment i realized all of this could be gone at any moment and that's not to scare you it's not to like make anybody feel weird or bad but it is meant to be like okay all these new creators that are coming out and all of these this younger generation stepping into these spaces that is like prime target for so much predatory behavior, so much contracts, like things I signed years ago. It's amazing how your image can be just shared all over the internet without your consent. But, oh yes, you actually did consent to it. It was in the fine print of something. We don't realize what's going on with our property, with our intellectual property, even in your case, your own name. It is so important to kind of have these conversations, not out of fear, but out of like information, like just putting that information out there, reminding people it's important to own a piece of you. Like it's important to have your own space, whatever that is. Taking a pause, I also want to talk today about Talkspace, one of today's sponsors. When you put your mental and emotional health first, especially in those uncertain times, it has the positive trickle-down effect of making everything else in your life better. Your relationships get stronger and your self-worth grows. These are just a few reasons why working with a therapist to finally improve my mental health has truly changed my life for the better across the board. Just because the pandemic has turned our lives upside down doesn't mean you have to let the new normal of stress and anxiety be your normal. Talking to a therapist is a great first step. It's a signal to yourself that you're ready to be the one in control. By seeking help, you're giving yourself a chance to heal and grow, to overcome the difficulties and uncertainties of the last year. Trying to balance work, home, relationships, and everything else is challenging for everyone. On top of everyday obligations, we have to deal with the underlying fear and uncertainty from the pandemic with many of our normal support systems no longer in place. Working with a therapist can give you that support you're missing right now. Having someone to talk to through your worries and help prioritize what's really important can work wonders because now more than ever, it's a good idea to seek out a little extra help for our busy, demanding lives. I wholeheartedly recommend Talkspace for therapy. You can sign up online and start therapy the same day as you sign up. You can text, video, or send voice messages to your licensed therapist, so it's incredibly convenient to have virtual sessions from the comfort of your own home. Talkspace lets you send and receive messages with your dedicated therapist in the Talkspace platform 24-7. With Talkspace, you set goals with your therapist and they hold you accountable and make sure that you're really progressing. Therapy can really help shift your perspective, find tools to cope in difficult times, and really be a guiding light. Talkspace is the number one online therapy platform that has thousands of licensed therapists trained in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, relationships, and more. Your therapist can help you set and achieve your goals. Talkspace is affordable. It's a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. Instead of waiting for an appointment, you can send unlimited messages to your therapist, like I said, 24-7, and they'll engage with you daily, five days a week. And Talkspace is secure and private, using the latest end-to-end bank-grade encryption technology to store client information and complying with the latest HIPAA regulations. As a listener to this podcast, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com and make sure you enter the code PAPAYA to get $100 off your first month and show support for the show. That's code PAPAYA at Talkspace.com. Now let's return to the show. And so it makes me super pumped for you because I feel like even though it sucks that you kind of had to go this way through it you're still so young and there's so much coming out of you still. There's so much creativity that's about to flow through, but will it be bridal? Cause that's kind of part of it too, right? Like, yeah,
1: it is at this point right now, they're preventing me from making a living. And that is such a scary, scary, scary thought. And I think bridal has always been my dream. It's always been my, where my biggest passion is. Mm-hmm. So that would obviously be someplace that I would never want to feel Barred from or something. And, but I also think to your point, a creative in general, somebody that's artistic and they have their passions and their little pockets of nuance that they're good at. But I think that the bigger thing is the entrepreneurial pursuit and feeling like you can diversify your portfolio and grow. And even though I loved being a wedding dress designer, I love so many other things. The idea of having to be categorized these days is just so wrong. It's like you are more than one thing, and it's okay to want to do other things. And especially if you have a full time job, you know, the idea of having other income streams or to have other opportunities, you know, to never feel like you're controlled or your destiny is determined by one profession. And I think that's their message in all of this, too, is you know, you never know what you're capable of doing until you try. And the idea of being fearful of that, or that somebody's going to try to stop you is
0: that's just scary. Yeah. Like I understand this all must feel scary. Like, even as you're talking, I'm like, before we talked, I'm like, what are you allowed to say? Like, what are we allowed to talk about? Like, (laughs) I can't imagine, have you gotten to the point now where you understand what it is that you're allowed to do and not allowed to do? Or do you still feel silenced and scared of like, this is adulty stuff. You know what I mean? Like this is, where's the bigger adults here? Like this feels like a lot. Like, are you scared still? Yeah, this is big adult
1: energy right now,
0: <laughs> for sure.
1: And so much has happened in the past year alone. I mean, my fiance and I are engaged and we haven't felt really like an engaged couple since we got engaged. So it, this idea of living a life of uncertainty and feeling like you're on eggshells is not a fun place to be. And so one thing that we've done, just my fiance and I alone, is said, okay. There's a big lawsuit here and there's a lot going on, but this is in a box, you know, we have to put this in a box and say, let's understand it as its own compartment, everything else that's happening in our lives. You know, we want to still show up for and feel like we're making progress in our lives. And like both Conrad and I, we're just, we're very, we like feeling like we're making a difference and we're living a mission driven life and all that good stuff. But when you have a lawsuit, you have this dark, glooming cloud that can easily infiltrate the daily joys. And so we've really made a conscious decision to say, like, we have to move on with our lives. We have to focus on the joy. There are areas that come up where we're like, not sure what to do, you know, just refocus on things that, you know, you do have and that you can focus on. And the bigger message here for me is, you know, young creatives should have transparency And they should be focused on protecting themselves and, you know, looking forward on projects every single day of their lives. And I think the other thing that's really strange about this is the silencing factor to me is just so offensive. And the fact that my original Instagram account now has comments turned off and is silencing people because they don't want that feedback, you know, that's squelching people's freedom of speech and it's, it's, it's controlling in itself. So I just do not agree with that. And you know, everybody, you know, everyone gets
0: bad comments. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. You got to leave them up there because you have to, you have to really be receptive of it. I get it sometimes like when certain families are being attacked or whatever, I'll see them turn them off for like a day or two just to kind of like get through that swell. But for something like this, where you did have such an engaged community for them to kind of be silenced too. Like that's, that's a heartbreaking experience. And, and I can't imagine that all of them know where to find you. And that, and that I think is where it gets tricky and why I'm glad we're having this conversation today, because I want people to be able to find you again. And that's, you know, there's 1.1 million people who don't know that they're like captains gone from the ship. Like is captain on a ship? Yeah. Right. Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I was like, it's not a pilot. It's a captain. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, You're gone from the ship. So like, it's, it's just an entirely different direction now. And I'm guessing all of your designs also have gone with that.
1: Oh yeah. I don't have any access or yeah. and I mean, I was very aware that that was their ownership, but you know, for me too, it's like bridal is there's such emotion behind it and it is a female driven industry and so for me to be really connected to it and that's something i've strived for every single day of my life is just to show up for women and you want to make them feel good and that's that's my goal is i want women to feel good around me and i want them to feel beautiful and the way we connect is yes through an artistic expression but really the connection goes so much deeper and beyond that product and you can always design another beautiful dress, but like the connection is something that I feel like you really just can't replicate. And that's why the idea of taking a following and just transferring it to a business is, I do cannot agree with that. It's like, these are real relationships. Somebody actively decided to follow me and follow my life and my family and my journeys and my creativity. Yes. But it's like, now they're following something else, you know, completely. That part makes me
0: feel, you know, just how can I make this better? You know, like a hundred percent. It's kind of actually refreshing to hear that as well, because I think a lot of people kind of misconstrue what happens on social media where they think anybody behind a big account couldn't actually care. They see it as like kind of this machine and this cog and this business. And, and you're one of those people that truly cared. Today's episode is also brought to you by Grammarly. Saying what you intend to mean can get lost in how you say something. There have been times that simply a comma or a certain word swap would have totally changed the way a tone or clarity of a message I've been trying to get across would go. Making better connections means it's not about what you just say, it's how you say it. Now, as somebody who creates content online, blogging, Instagram captions, words are very powerful. They are meaningful and they're the reason content Is connected with. So by writing clearly and confidently by using real time feedback and guidance on tone, word choice, clarity, and more with Grammarly Premium, you can actually elevate your writing. Now, Grammarly Premium helps you elevate your writing. You can write clearer, more concise sentences without unnecessary or redundant words. It also gives you vocabulary suggestions to avoid overused words and phrases to keep readers more engaged. Expand your vocabulary to be more exciting, effective, and memorable. This is important. We hear the same words over and over and over again that eventually they lose their impact on us. By simply swapping out words, you can change that impact and you can grab that attention. I recently used Grammarly to create a better impact on a pitch I was making. I can't really tell you what that pitch was, but it really did help me come across a little bit bolder, a little bit stronger, and I felt so much more confident sending it, knowing that I was giving it my absolute best. But Grammarly Premium doesn't just correct your mistakes. It helps build up your skills as a writer with advanced suggestions on grammar, punctuation, sentence structure, and style. It's the perfect writing tool for anyone who wants to stand out with every word, whether it's for work, school, or personal projects. Improve your writing on all your favorite sites and apps, including Outbook, Gmail, Twitter, LinkedIn, and more. Don't just say it, make a statement with clear, flawless text that is sure to impress no matter what you're writing. Do more than just spell check. Say what you really mean with Grammarly Premium. Get 20% off Grammarly Premium by signing up at grammarly.com papaya. That's 20% off at g-r-a-m-m-a-r-l-y dot slash papaya. I can't wait to hear what you really have to say. And I hope Grammarly Premium helps you say it. Now let's get back to the show. I remember when that first IGTV came out, I think it was shocking because not only was it shocking what you were saying, but it was shocking for the fact that this had been going on in your world for quite some time how big was it to actually sit down and make that video? And did you expect anything negative to happen from it? Or was it finally like you were just at your end? Like I have to speak.
1: I definitely had been experiencing trauma for a while and I felt lucky in that I was processing it as much as I possibly could. Like I was feeling as much as I could, as opposed to You know, suppressing a lot of that. And I do feel like with social media, there's such a vulnerability to it. And anyone that has activity on their account and really engages knows that you're sharing so much of your life with people and you're opening yourself up. And with that comes great strength, but also sometimes fear because of rejection or because something was misconstrued or, you know, you're giving people the ability to use their voice and their feedback. And when I made that video, I actually felt very empowered and I felt like I had an accountability to my following. And so that is what drove me to do it. And of course, I was nervous that, like, anytime you use your voice, it does come with a responsibility and going so public with something like that. And so I tried to be as truthful, authentic, you know, just this is what's going on. It's an informative video, but it was also very emotional (laughs) and hard to feel like I had disappointed someone or, or people, you know, and that side really sat with me for a bit, but the bigger rainbow in this is really just connecting to people again and making sure that they feel empowered to share their stories or learn from others. And that really is what social media is about for sure.
0: As much as I was kind of heartbroken when I was like, you need a new name? Like, no, we're going to get it back. As we've talked today, I'm actually like, no, because like nobody's going to hold you down and hold you back. Like, I think that's the energy we kind of have to take away from this is not about, you know, how somebody preyed on you at a young age and snuck things or I don't even know if they snuck it or we just whatever. It happened. Things happened legally. Your whole life has shifted. Your brand has shifted. Your career has shifted. But that isn't going to be the end of the story. That you're still the narrator of it. You are still the one who gets to direct where this goes. And thankfully, there is so much more to come from you. And, you know, as the artist formerly known as, <laughs> I'm so excited to see who you are next. Like, it, you are who you are. But more than that, we get to see you unchained, like you unsilenced, and you as a whole new person ordering Starbucks. Under whatever name you frigging, <laughs> you can be Princess Consuela Banana Hammock if you want. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're like just hitting at the end of our time here, but this is my big thing. And I said this to you before we went is that I think it's so important for people right now, anybody listening to show up for you. This is the time to advocate and to rally around somebody who has had so much taken from them, but also has so much ahead of them. So where can we actually find you now? Let's, let's explain that because you can't say your name. Don't look for it because that's not her. You have to look somewhere else. It's like a code. I know I need like
1: a hyperlink symbol right? at this point. but
0: <laughs> A QR code that just goes on the screen. Please go here. <laughs>
1: but thank you for saying that and for your support. It just truly really means the most to me. And um, you can find me still on Instagram. I actually kind of took over the podcast account that my fiance and I shared and my dog's account. So my, <laughs> my podcast is at all that glitters on the gram. And yeah, it was originally our podcast account, but I'm slowly just kind of taking it over now at this point. Um, my fiance is so generous and lovely to allow that. And we're still doing our podcast. That's actually been a big cathartic thing in this, you know, whole situation learning as you go. And yeah, that's where people can find me now, but hopefully
0: with, with the new name, you know, I can maybe by the time this is out, are you just waiting for that? Like moment where you feel connected to a name or you kind of just waiting for that? Like, I don't know. Like when you look at artists and they have their, like their old name and their new name or their artist name, it's like a whole different personality. So it's almost so interesting to see what it is you're going to choose.
1: Yeah. I I, like, just as you said that, it got me so excited because I really feel I want to go through like an entire creative process for this and just like, you know, do some deep diving and, and inspiration work and listen to some music and really get the feedback from the community. And I I do feel like it's going to be like when you fall in love and you just know, that's kind of my hope. I'm going to let faith kind of guide me there, but I feel like I'm
0: going to know when I see it, you know, and then I'm going to be like, Oh, this is it. You know, I'm (laughs) going to start submitting some real suggestions instead of the joke ones that I made. (laughs) I I think I said that you should be.
1: (laughs) I laughed so hard at that. And I but I've appreciated that comment more. <laughs> you have to approach this whole situation with a little bit of levity in that, you know, oh man, this is crazy. But at the same time, like, let's make it fun. And, and- let's
0: take back the story. Like, it's not only going to be your story, but this is going to be the story that it is truly going to help support and make others so aware of what can happen because this industries and social media and all of this, it's still new. It's still very baby. Like it's in its infancy. We don't know what could go wrong until it does. And so I think that that's been such an important message that, you know, for anybody who is a creative, who's a designer to really, really, I said this for the third time out, like really take away from this is to understand what you're signing, what you're looking at and who owns what, these are like big questions to ask and to look at. And, And yeah, and to take away from this. But I'm so excited for you. All that glitters on the gram. We're going to come and find you. We're going to help that name change, make those suggestions, or perhaps you found one by the time everybody listens. But I really hope everyone listening really goes in and tunes in and, and supports her journey on the next chapter, which is just so, so exciting. Honestly, thank you so much. I know every time sharing this story is like probably a lot to unearth, but I just really, really respect you. And as an artist, as a designer and as a friend, and I'm so excited for what's next.
1: Well, oh, thank you so much. And it's, it's really therapeutic actually to have these conversations. So thank you for bringing me on. <laughs>
0: Well, until we know your new name, we'll just bid adieu as is. But thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And of course, everything's going to be in the show notes as well. So you can absolutely go and find her and follow. And we will see you next week.